How does Good King Wenceslas like his pizzas? I have no idea. Do you know the song? I don't know the song. I don't okay. know who Good, <laughs> Good King Wenceslas is. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll sing it to you. Deep and crisp and even. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, you don't know the joke. Okay. Is this a Christmas joke? Yes, because it's... Okay, so I just, it's always that thing of something that's a joke, you shouldn't have to over explain it. (laughs) Alright, but it would help if people need cultural references. (laughs) Welcome to Sarah and Paul's DD Social Work. work. We're uh, in tune, that's great. Uh, We haven't done it for a while. We haven't seen you, yeah, I haven't seen you for a while. I know. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, and um, are you in the Christmas spirit? Not, um, not yet. I'm warming up. I think after today. Well, I've got. Um, I I did a um, a Christmas jingle, so I've got a I composed a little thing for us. You're going to sing. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to listen. <laughs> yeah, but you can join in if you want. No, no one needs to hear me sing. Okay, it goes a little bit something like this. Yes. Christmas, Christmas, do 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 do. Christmas, Christmas, do 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 do. Christmas, social work, do do do. Christmas social work. Yeah. Is that do, a do, song? Do. No, well, it's to fit in with. Oh. Do you want to try it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do like the Christmas do 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 social work. Okay, well, we'll catch on. Yeah, so today we're going to let's have a little think about the pitfalls and the celebrations of being a social worker <laughs> yeah. at Christmas time. Yeah. And also thinking about the pitfalls for some of the families over at Christmas time. Just to say, you can join in the conversation. You, you can follow us on um, Instagram and on Facebook. And also you can email us at doodosocialwork at gmail.com. We like all, <laughs> we like all feedback. We yeah. do like all feedback. Feedback is essential to social work, isn't it? Quite. So there you go. Let's start with some doodos. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? Um, My doodoo this week has yeah. been ask everyone have they had any snow in their local area where they are. Like that's just been my kind of You're open... You know gambit. that kind of... um. Yeah, just an opener kind of conversation. And we always tend to talk about the, the weather. Yeah. It's been a really nice so conversational every, starter. So is it to everyone? Mostly, I Not think. To, you haven't asked, have you had snow? <laughs> <laughs> what, down the road from you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a conversation starter. Okay, sorry, yes. yeah. Um, I've had some, yeah, we've had some snow. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice. I loved the snowflakes falling down. I thought it was really pretty. But I haven't course... had them, and I only live down the road from you. <laughs> <laughs> you must have just been on the other side of the cloud. Are Maybe. you kidding me? You must have no, seen the snowflakes. Seen no. There was masses of them. No. Where were, where were you napping? <laughs> it might have been. When was it? Oh, I think it was on Sunday. Yeah, was There was napping. lots. <laughs> you were napping. <laughs> yes. Okay. Someone had a good Saturday night. Um, it was really beautiful, but it didn't lay. Well, this links into my doo-doo. So my doo-doo is um, cycling to uh, Sussex. Yes. And almost every day. Well, you cycled here tonight. I did. For two reasons. The first reason is I don't want to... I don't want to heat my flat unless I really have to because it's so expensive. Okay. So I'd prefer to use the Sussex's heating. Yes, so you Sussex go there. University. But that's okay. That's where the community hubs are. It's about us socialising, yep. reducing isolation, getting warmth. Well, no one else is there, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, at least you're making use of the heating that's on then. And uh, secondly, it's because um, the sun is down. Low. Low, low, low in the because sky. Because there's less sun. Seasonal affective disorder. Yes. I think everyone has a little bit of seasonal affective disorder. I completely agree with you. And the way to combat that, I think, is to exercise. So for your well-being, it's great. So poo-poo. Christmas. Christmas poo-poo. Adverts. <laughs> Christmas adverts portray a really false sense of um, family life over Christmas that isn't just not people's reality. 
and I think it puts families under a lot of pressure because it's impossible to live up to for a lot of families. What's yours, Paul? <laughs> Mine's Christmas adverts. What's yours? My poo-poo. Um, so mine is the cold. Uh, agreed. <laughs> no, but I'm particularly susceptible. I have um, undiagnosed um, Raynaud's disease. I think it's Raynaud's. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and so why I, is it undiagnosed? Because I've looked. Well, it, no, it's diagnosed, but it's not properly diagnosed because I just looked up on the internet. You've self-diagnosed via Google. Yeah, so okay. I, it's um, they call it health anxiety. So Raynaud's isn't a health anxiety. <laughs> Raynaud's is an actual thing. <laughs> no, but I have health anxiety about Raynaud's. Yes. Yes. Um, because my, my my I get cold and my fingers go cold and then they get blisters. Okay. And my fingers I get um, and they chill go really blades. Red. Yeah, really and they, red. they multiply. It's it like a song. <laughs> <laughs> the cold is really, really. Ugh. Which is awful for your fingers, but it's also really awful for people that are cannot afford to heat their homes. I know. Sorry I know. to bring the mood down. No, but that's why I go to university. So let's get into this merry thing called Christmas. Do you want my Christmas song again? If we have to. Christmas, Christmas, do 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 do. Christmas, Christmas, do 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 do. Christmas, do 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 do. Social work. Social work. Yes. There's a reason why you're in a choir and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's start with just uh, with the foundations of. We know it's a difficult time for people that we work with, and it's a difficult time actually for us as workers, as practitioners as well. It can be quite hectic, and it can be full of a lot of emotions. It's a very emotive times. So, and it's an emotive time for everybody experiencing their own challenges and trauma. So, for example, kind of with families that we will work with, we know that domestic abuse mm. increases over Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's been reported from police forces re- across the country that receive kind of like about 100 calls an hour relating to domestic abuse. But okay. over Christmas time, that increases by 20, like up to 25%. Wow. And so lots more people are experiencing domestic abuse. We know that kind of immediately following Christmas that Marrick's are the multi-agency risk assessment conference referrals uh, increase mm-hmm. where people are concerned about high-risk domestic abuse. And what are, what are some of those reasons then? Well, some of the reasons behind that is that uh, people who perpetrate abuse mm. will use external factors contribute you know attributing it to around christmas time so for example it'll be things like actually christmas is really expensive also there'll be the financial pressures so reports have said that people kind of spend at least kind of 30 percent increase over christmas to what they usually would on a monthly basis so if you actually don't have much money 30 percent increase is a lot of money so there's those financial worries there's those expectations around those christmas adverts that tell you that christmas should be joyful and happy so and also the expectations of children so children are off school and actually parenting children can be hard work and stressful particularly in families where relationships hold a lot of tension for example there's increase in alcohol intake so Mm -hmm. people have a lot more alcohol than they usually do substance misuse as well yeah substance misuse and what we know is with substance misuse and alcohol use it can cause irrational thoughts and anxiety in people which then can lead to heightened abusive incidents and and also Christmas for people, if you're on your own and feel very lonely, it's mm. a time that you're reminded that you're alone mm-hmm. and therefore people are more likely to return to um, abusive ex-partners. So, and, but also in terms of kind of adult social work as well, mm-hmm. so people that are in need, they often feel that isolation so much more at Christmas time, especially with 
adverts and different, as you say, expectations. Those expectations are so high. And we see that transpire in all of the work that we do. So I remember when I was working in children and families, these very fractured relationships, family relationships that we have, that we all have with our families. And yet what we do is we expect, for example, on Christmas Day for the family members to come together, some of who you love, some of whom you love a little bit less or something that just damn might get on your nerves or that you don't like absolutely and we're expected to all come together the thing that you wouldn't do is you'd say just make sure that before you come you get completely hammered on alcohol right because it's, <laughs> people want to desensitize you know obviously people also want to drink alcohol and celebrate but if people are using alcohol in those circumstances it's also about kind of desensitizing from the situation yeah uh, which over time doesn't help so it's difficult and also as you said kind of around substance misuse that suddenly alcohol is suddenly so much more acceptable around Christmas time and people drink it for breakfast or or throughout the day (laughs) and and it's kind of everywhere you go in social occasions so actually if you're trying to abstain from alcohol or drug use Mm. suddenly the isolation that people might be experiencing over Christmas as well as this kind of expectation that you should be creates a lot of pressure on people so do you know what I've started doing I don't drink at work parties anymore. That's great. I just don't do it. And it's much better because I can see, you, you kind of start getting a little bit bored kind of about an hour in when everyone's kind of getting giggly and you kind of think, oh, maybe I'll do it. But then after that, yes, you're just really, really thankful because lots of kind of things that people are saying, things that they don't really want to say. Oversharing. <laughs> Oversharing. Oversh- support. <laughs> Has something happened? Have you ever had a moment where you've woken up and gone, I will never do that again at work's Christmas do then? Well, I can give you, it wasn't about me, but it was about... <laughs> a friend or someone you know <laughs> a friend and they brought their um, partner along to the christmas do the the friend had organized because they like to organize things i'm a celebrity get me out of here kind of christmas do christmas party where they ate kind of things like uh, chicken feet and uh jelly deals and all of that kind of stuff and you got a star for each time you okay this sounds quite fun <laughs> yeah no well, it's good i mean maybe not eating jelly deals i'd never well, eat jelly you deals. know and so what happened was um afterwards everyone went to the pub my friend's partner and my boss got mm. really really drunk and they started um putting stars on each other's body parts right <laughs> <laughs> and um and i was kind of going right now it's time to go home this has gone too far and all i can remember was the boss going hey come back here and tell me why paul is so boring the next month on the monday that's terrible and really I know, disrespectful i know no 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 i know and on the monday the first time i went to my boss's office i was just mortified but they were also really mortified and it's just that that kind of thing of what do you do yes because you're not it's not like your long-term friends where you've got that kind of understanding that you can drink too much and then embarrass yourself but you've got a friendship that kind of underpins all of that yeah so that is that a top tip (laughs) social workers don't get hammered top tip is basically don't drink you'll have a much better time and you'll be much more contained i know it sounds really boring doesn't it it's uh grown up (laughs) okay so getting drunk at christmas days don't don't get don't do it 
in terms of the other thing in terms of those families getting together as well i think christmas day there's too much emphasis put on christmas day i know i'm speaking as a jew <laughs> <laughs> however i completely agree with you because okay. it is just a day it is just but a day the expectation that everyone should be getting on and joyful etc and actually that's so not reality or even meeting each other on that day so i mean some people paul would say christmas is a day for coming together for a row <laughs> <laughs> yes but it can be you can have a row on the sunday exactly why yeah why do on christmas yeah. just wait and, and that comes for things like um family time and contact and all of this kind of stuff i think um lots of parents really really put an emphasis on that day and say oh it has to happen on that day or around that day actually as a child who whose parents were divorced yeah i know that having Two Christmases was absolutely brilliant for me. It was fine. And that'll be because the parents were able to do that for you, though. That's because yeah, they weren't. True. They were able to be child-centred. And actually, what we know for some of the families we work with, parents find it really hard to put children, their own children's needs even before their own emotional needs because they haven't been met themselves, maybe. But all those complicated things. Yeah. But as you're saying, for children, it doesn't actually have to be that day. And it's more important that they have the quality time, even if it's a few days afterwards. Yeah. So for families who are having supervised contact, for yeah. example, when they're yeah. in care proceedings and it's children are being looked after by local authorities. Especially when there's less staff around. Less staff because it's Christmas. Yeah. And also because they have to fit in everybody's... Cr- family time around Christmas yeah. suddenly the kind of the, maybe the, the kind of three hours or the two hours that people might have had has to be reduced down to enable everybody else to kind of fit in around that week yeah. and I think you know for parents that must feel like a lot of pressure and I think the other thing that feels like for parents and I know and, it, and, and I think it'll be interesting to come to you Paul and let's think about the child's point of view but thinking about from the parents point of view the expectations that they just have that very short space of time that Again, it has to be kind of really great and their sense of guilt or shame that they might have about their child not being in their care, the pressure that they might have about buying their child the latest digital, whatever it might be, the mm. expense, mm. It's, it's kind of huge. Well, it's not kind of, it is huge, isn't it? And I think ways that, you know, kind of as social workers, you can support parents through that at a time where it is really emotive. Parents are going to be blaming of, of social workers for, for the situation yeah, in some yeah, circumstances. Absolutely. Is how can we involve, for example, parents in buying gifts for children, but in a way that it isn't kind of, we're not over-promising as well. I've seen, I've kind of, there's been examples where parents have kind of felt that they've needed to over-promise their child mm. the latest trainers, the mm. newest phone, the mm. newest that, and then actually parents haven't been able to get the money to do that. And then may not even turn up because they feel so awful you know or do turn up but go and make up a a story and actually it's around how can we support parents that they don't need to spend all of that money it is just about that time i wouldn't say i wouldn't be so naive as to say that actually things like having the best trainers or having the newest toy and all of that kind of stuff doesn't matter to children it does because they're doing comparative stuff with their friends. Yep. They're also wanting to engage in terms of kind of culture, childhood, all of that kind of stuff. So those kind of things kind of do matter. So in terms of my research, what I found is that most children are able to manage those different tensions, those different connections and separations in different nuanced ways. They will need help to do it. From the adults. From the adults, yeah. from their carers you know, long-term through therapeutic input, all of that kind of stuff. But they are able to do it, but we just have to tap into how they're managing it Mm. to make it better. So it's not the be-all and end-all of these specific days, the specific gifts. 
And I guess as we're talking, I'm kind of thinking there's, uh, it's unlikely that we're going to have necessarily parents that may be listening to this that we're working with. There may be, yeah. but in terms of kind of our audience and our listeners, at the, at the moment we know that it's social workers, so it's around saying, okay, so if we're knowing that, what is it that social workers can do to enable and, and kind of help and support that? And so one of the things I was thinking is, in my experience yeah. of working with families where children are separated from their birth parents and living in local authority foster care, for example, yeah. there's a, a competitiveness from birth parents wanting to buy a great Christmas present but actually can't quite match what a foster carer who usually yeah. is in a way better off financial position yeah. than birth parents... And that feels really rubbish for birth parents. And, of course, foster carers want to buy what they can for children and support them to have a really nice Christmas, recognising that they're going to find it difficult being away from their parent as well. And so I also wonder, how can we kind of almost... Would it be beneficial for some children to feel like that their present is a joint gift from their parent and their foster carer? So their parent has felt like they've contributed to that really expensive pair of trainers or the latest iPhone. But of course it takes a little bit of coordination and I guess that might be where the role of the social worker comes but in. But I, I think also it, depend, it will depend on the child because some children will actually want separate gifts from their birth family and separate gifts from their foster family. It depends on the child. The, the key here is listening, isn't it? It's talking to children and finding out actually what they want and working through that. Yes. Yeah, and usually over Christmas time, uh, on Christmas Day for example, um, it's usually an emergency duty service okay. teams yes. that are around. Sometimes I've worked on Christmas Day. And here's a little hint, by the way, just a, a little thing and not top Don't tip. Don't get drunk in front of your boss. No, not that one. <laughs> Although that is a good one. Don't expect the people that don't have children to automatically put their hands up for oh, Christmas Day hello. and for New Year. Because okay. I used to get that a lot. So I, as you will know, I've been a parent for the yeah. past 21 years. And so then throughout my social work career, I've always been the parent and haven't worked on Christmas Day and right. haven't put myself forward. Yeah. I absolutely hear what you're saying, that there's this kind of unspoken rule that if you don't have children, then you will put yourself forward yeah. to work. I mean, I used to get it a lot in terms of late night working and all of that kind of stuff, because actually I just want to make it clear that me not having children is my personal choice. Yes. You know, and for actually other people... It's not even a choice. Yeah. Some people can't have children. And I think it's really, really... I don't think it's fair just to kind of say, right, well, therefore, because you've chosen not to have children... And the reason why I've chosen not to have children is because I want to dedicate more time to myself, <laughs> not to my work. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's a really important point, and I think it's something that we may, you know, think about in the future, which is social workers who have children, social workers who don't have children, yeah, is, is, a to a... is a conversation topic in itself. Or... I've been kicked, off a, uh, been kicked off a Facebook page for talking about that as well. Because people were saying things like, um, you can't be um, a good child and family social worker unless you've had kids. Right. And I was arguing against it. Anyway, we, we will, maybe we should talk about that another time. Another time. Another time. Hot topic. <laughs> Naughty topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So Christmas Day, um, like it's not just this magical day when everything comes together. We also know people that really struggle in terms of just their everyday functioning as a family it doesn't christmas day doesn't mean that they're going to be able to all of a sudden function perfectly as this family in fact with all the different things that you have to do and it also mainly being put onto women in terms of roles and responsibilities and all of that kind of stuff yeah i can just leave a family that i was trying to ensure that they 
remain together. I couldn't just leave a family on their own. I had to ensure they still had support on Christmas Day. So mm. I just went in for a couple of hours and mm. and all of that kind of and stuff. And how were they? T- well, how, how I mean, did they, they feel about it. you turning up? <laughs> what, me? The Jewish social worker turning up on their Christmas? Yeah, quite. They hated it, obviously. But, but you know, what I was trying to do it was I was just trying to make sure these families were staying together. So you were, in some ways, that kind of monitoring. Would you do that again, do you think? Did my family think that I was monitoring them? <laughs> Yes. Um, yes, they did. And you were, though. Oh, but I was. I absolutely so was. So would you do that again? or do you, Because I'm... Well, because I wanted to... Yes, because I wanted to keep these, this family together. And do you think you were the best place to do that? Of course you wanted to. Well, no one to. else was around, so... Okay. What can you do, really? I'm just... Because of the line of work that I'm in, where we're trying to empower people to have a say. I know, I and, know. and there's that real conflict with social work, isn't there, around social workers kind of not necessarily knowing best but yes sometimes knowing what's best yeah in those situations versus actually what families want and what and how they can express what well, they that's... want but how else might we be able to do that in the future for people actually if you're really worried about a family and there aren't the services around are you the best person to turn up and be part of that family atmosphere maybe because you might stop something escalating but actually how else can we navigate it i guess in yeah. that example you would have thought about family members some yeah. extended family members i think it always comes to the crux of kind of social work doesn't it so you know our job is is both care and control. Our job is to ensure that families stay together but um, and uh, have as little intervention as possible. But yeah. we also have to be really, really aware that we don't want children left in really risky situations. We want yeah. to make sure that they're well cared for, looked after. And that's the line that we're always kind of um, constantly navigating. That doesn't go away because it's Christmas Day. Yes. It doesn't go away because it's New Year's Eve. In fact, as we said before, yeah. it's probably what it could make the those particular days with alcohol, with substance misuse, with really fractious family relationships that we all have yeah. can make it actually even harder, even harder for family members. Can I talk about gifts? Gifts. Yeah. Let's talk about gifts. Why haven't I got one? No. <laughs> Can I talk about gifts in terms of? It's not Christmas yet. Oh, that's true. Christmas time as well is is the the time for giving, not receiving. Is that correct? Have I got that correct? I hope so. <laughs> Depends what your perspective is, but yeah. Generally, it's meant to be. Yeah. So family. Yes. Okay. So families that we work with, some families, some families want to be able to give the social workers that have been supporting them or if they feel like actually they've got a good relationship with them yeah. want to buy gifts don't they yeah so what's your take on um receiving gifts from families that you work with so i remember there was always a table within the office um for gifts that we received from the families that we were working with what to, to declare the gifts yeah it's almost like a declaring thing but also there's kind of policies as around in terms of gifts so you sounds like to... border control <laughs> <laughs> you know you have to kind of declare all right well like nothing to declare something to declare yeah exactly <laughs> okay so some things we're allowed to accept so things like i think flowers and food edible stuff perishable perishables we're allowed to accept as long as we put it on the table for everyone oh i see everybody can enjoy it okay i thought you just kind of put it on the table to kind of show off what you've been given (laughs) look how popular i am yeah look how great i I am that is one of the reasons why i did it yeah sometimes i used to buy it for myself (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i got 15 million different gifts. From With your own gifts. <laughs> yeah. Dear Paul, thank you so much. <laughs> You've been invaluable. 
Um, so, I remember, but not alcohol. You weren't allowed to receive alcohol. No, it's a big, big no-no. Um, and what else are you not allowed to receive? And why are you not allowed to receive? Well, I think it is ethics. I've got another little anecdote for you. Okay. Um, in terms of alcohol, because I remember um, family that I was working with that had a lot of substance misuse challenges and the mum offered me um, a massive bottle of vodka she offered you a massive bottle of vodka yeah did you take it no i because she did you want to yes <laughs> but by taking it i might be saying that been working really hard with substance misuse workers lots of different people to try and say you know alcohol misuse is a problem i can't then just take a bottle of vodka and go oh but not for me see you later or anything like that but also i think the other thing is if you accept gifts and this is the other thing about accepting gifts isn't it if you accept accept gifts when you're in court proceedings and things yeah. like that that's a big no-no it can become really really complicated it's complicated because what can happen is first of all you're up on the stand quite a lot of the time and you don't want that stuff to be brought up as a distraction. So, Dr Shuttleworth, although you're saying that substance misuse is an issue with this family, you were quite happy to take a bottle of vodka off. <laughs> and all that kind of, It just becomes very complicated very quickly. So what she said to me was... And also, can I just interrupt yeah. and say, you've got the kind of... the actually being cross-examined in court, for example, and that challenge that you'd receive. But what we... And we're being a bit flippant about this because what yes. we do also know and where our values sit is that we don't want to enable or encourage no. or seem that actually it's... A, it, that those accepting alcohol as, as a friendship is acceptable. Exactly. It's really not, is it? Yeah. And I think that... Well, I don't know. I can't speak for all social workers. I've never been offered um, alcohol. Maybe actually wine, maybe from like foster carers or things, which I've had to obviously thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. Um, and and that would have been come some years ago, whereas now there's kind of really clear policies and I don't yeah. think anyone would ever be yeah. put in that difficult position. But like you said, with families, that that offering, I guess it kind of came from a kind place okay, rather than a coercing place. And she was so insistent as well and she really, really wanted to just give me a gift and say thank you. And to the point where she said, Look, just give me the, the keys to your car and I will just put it in the boot of your car and you won't have taken it. And I was like, no, I know, but you just told me that. <laughs> so, and if I got home and I found it, I know that you've put it in there. Well, because I gave you the keys to my car. Yeah, quite. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, it's tricky. And I wonder what other people's experiences are around receiving gifts, as you said. So I have, as, as well, received gifts. Mm. Small gifts that when families who are struggling or living in poverty or managing finances, mm. and then they go out of their way to buy something that actually may not have cost a lot of money mm. but actually to them it would have cost relatively a lot of money mm. and then to say I can't accept this gift then just feels so incredibly yeah. rude and detrimental to the relationship and although we can't just accept it and say you know thanks very much we have to kind of that we recognize yeah. that that's a big deal I've also kind of accepted gifts out of actually culturally for that family yeah. for them to give me something actually feel is a big deal and for me to turn yeah. that down and deny it is actually really disrespectful yeah. and of course you let somebody know yeah. that you've received this gift and it's not when it's in the middle of care proceedings yeah. but it's also just recognizing that respect that people have gone to make that effort yeah say thank you be grateful and put it on the table but what we haven't talked about is the really kind of controversial issue mm -hmm. What's this? of secret santa 
okay, all right. But okay, what's your... you can't even you can't even formulate <laughs> really, a sentence. It I... must be so controversial for you. Tell me more. Well, you know how I I mean I like things. I like to know things. I'm not a control freak, but I like things to be controlled <laughs> by me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I I don't like this whole secret Santa stuff because I don't. First of all, you don't know what you're getting. That's okay. That's the point of gifts. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I have. <laughs> it's not. I have. Um, I give a Christmas list to all of my family. I also do a construct a Christmas grid, which has how much each person should spend for each other, and it's dependent on blood relations. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, have you even tried selling this? Because this could really take off. You might even be able to sell this and become a millionaire with this kind of formula. Some people like you might yeah. really like that concept. It sounds like there's a lot of effort you've put into that. No, it's really a lot of effort, but it, it saves. As I keep saying, Christmas is a time. Full of expectations and lots of emotions. What's the worst emotion you can have at Christmas? Disappointment. <laughs> Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you, you don't get that because it's you know how much you're spending, you know what you're getting. Okay. And what? then sometimes Sorry, you're looking really passionate about this, and, I yes. can, and pe- the listeners won't see, but right. your your hands are moving really <laughs> fast as you're talking. Can, can I just say also that don't go off peace? This is for anyone that knows me. My list is my list. I know you want to surprise me. Your listeners aren't buying Christmas <laughs> gifts, Paul. I do have an Amazon wish list in case you want to buy. <laughs> I do, actually. I don't. I'm just, I'm just grateful for loving a box, guys. <laughs> don't go off piece. What I'm saying is do not go off piece. Why? Because what I happens? Don't want you the... kick off? <laughs> I do... No, I will get disappointed because... I've put down what I wanted. I've put down how much you should spend. Please don't try and surprise me. Secret Santa, not okay. I want to say the word flabbergasted. (laughs) Okay, this is really interesting. Another thing I didn't know about you. And in some ways, I admire that approach because otherwise we get useless gifts. Yeah a.k.a. tat, yeah. that then ends up, I don't know, in landfill, whatever, or, or plastic. Or inappropriate gift. Inappropriate. Can I give you another little story, little anecdote? Go on. I think, <laughs> like, you want to, so I'm really up for listening. <laughs> I'm not sure if this will go in because it's a little bit rude. But um, another friend... That I've I got, I'm <laughs> going to tell you a story as well that might not go in, by the way. Another friend that I know, I was doing Secret Santa, and they were obviously quite close to the person that they were doing the Secret Santa to. And so they gave them um, nipple tassels. <laughs> okay. That's, that's okay. That can just stay in because it's not sexual, is it? Nipple tassels. Are, are it depends less. how you perceive them. <laughs> how you use them. So, um, so yes, they got. So they gave, and then there was a whole thing in terms of HR coming along on the Monday morning and getting people in and going. So we hear there's been um, an issue in terms of nipple tassels. <laughs> And were you wearing them at the time? It's nothing to do with me. So um, HR came in and said, look, we hear this has happened. So if you just, we're going to do an amnesty thing. If you just admit that you bought them, then we won't say any more about it. But everyone stuck to their guns. No one said anything. No one said anything. Good. I mean, in some ways they said good, but if you were that person that received it, you felt very uncomfortable. But they didn't know. It they was were all fine. A, it was an in joke. How it was did... fine. It's all funny. <laughs> Except for HR. <laughs> well, this 
isn't it's not a personal secret Santa but it was after I'd gone for a work stay I'd gone for a meal with a family and friends team mm. we'd had a few glasses of wine it was the first year where my son went out and bought his own Christmas presents so I said there's like however much money going back Christmas presents for get your list blah 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 so my son comes back with a mug that's a boob and to drink the liquid there's a nipple oh my exactly that's it was not... awful it was absolutely awful so, so what did you do How so do he's you 12 years it? old he thinks it's hilarious he's bought a boob because well, it's mug. all boobs isn't it he, yeah, it's all yeah, boobs. boobs so I said who are you going to give that to yeah. well of course he, did, he couldn't identify anyone in the family <laughs> that he was actually going to give a booby mug to I was really offended being a feminist of course I was just like this is repulsive yeah, you've I didn't say that to him but I was like this is really not okay yeah. So I took that mug and after I, and I went into town for my Christmas work stew, which was an afternoon thing. Early evening, I went back to the store where he bought this boob mug from. I said to the guy, I'd like to return this mug, please. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he went, why don't you like it? No, it's really offensive. And he went, why? There's like, because 50% of the population have them. And I was just like, oh my God, who is this guy? Did you say, actually, it's more than 50%. <laughs> I didn't, quite right. But I was just like, who is this guy that is just not going to quietly accept that I want to refund this disgusting tat? <laughs> titty tat. <laughs> no one wants that titty tat. Uh, he'd kind of got louder in, in it all, as though he was kind of trying to embarrass me. By which point I then said, well, you sold it to a child like that. And yeah. ever so quickly, he got the manager they refunded me and they got me out of that store but it wasn't secret santa but it was like the worst christmas present gift and i needless to say i've raised my son by what i hope to be a feminist and i mm. he won't ever buy a booby mug again do you know what you need christmas <laughs> list christmas grid perfect sorted you don't have to worry about that ever again so working over christmas can be a bit uh rubbish but um there are, there are some benefits yeah definitely actually sometimes there's there's people just doing notes. It's a good time to catch up on your notes, really. To work over Christmas, yeah, yeah. It, it's quieter, isn't it? And there yeah, is, it is less email traffic, so therefore you can really catch up on your yeah, yeah. on your work. And what I would say before... So what I used to do is just make sure before the festive season was that um, you make sure that you have case summaries for ED, for emergency social work team. It's really Get important. Get them up to date. Yeah. That's the main thing you do because your case notes probably won't be completely but, but up to date and it's not necessarily case notes that are used but definitely yeah. that kind of the your social work records actually get them up to date before christmas in case anything does happen it's essential and the other thing i was thinking that's really important is that you know social workers are so busy kind of prepping and ensuring the scaffolding and the support and the welfare around the families that they're working with and it's such a busy time of year like the build-up too and getting everything done that also just a little kind of reminder which is you know, my little kind of hippie social self-care reminder, which is Sorry. to look after... <laughs> big sigh. <laughs> is to actually look after yourself. Social yeah, workers yeah. are so busy ensuring that everybody else is okay and that they will be managing their own family struggles, potentially. I can't, yeah. I'm not saying everyone will, but other yeah, people yeah. will be managing family dynamics and actually how can we look after how can they make sure they look after themselves yeah. take some downtime if really possible it's yeah. so important to prioritize your but also they it's the same for the other populations as well so it can be isolation as well we yeah feel, you know feel isolated in terms of some social workers may have had substance misuse problems so yeah. you know it's a trigger time for different people yeah you know we're human as well yeah so how do you look after yourself then? So it's something that I've had to learn to do and I am still learning to do. But looking after myself means 
sometimes just switching off the like not being on the phone not responding to taking calls and stuff like that making sure that I've got some time where I am just going to rest my body but also times that I'm going to do stuff like physical exercise that we talked about before nature is a really wonderful thing for me just taking care of yourself noticing what your body needs yeah and so I would say, I mean, it's different for different people. What I would yeah. say, exercise is really, really important. Carry on exercising for me yeah. is really important. Whatever floats your boat is what I'm saying to get you to that happy place where it be, whether it be going to nature and hugging a tree, I'm guessing. I don't know. Is that what you do? Not on a regular basis. <laughs> Just going to nature is enough. Or, um, or delighting in brilliant um, different spreadsheets. Yeah. This is, Oh, <laughs> uh, Paul, do you know what? I've had a really nice time because yeah, I did, when you said, let's get together for a Christmas uh, special. Christmas time. Yeah. I did think, oh God, you know, yeah. like I'm, because I'm, I'm more of a kind of winter celebration person rather oh. than a Christmas celebration okay. person. So I was thinking, okay, we have to make it all about Christmas. But actually, it's been good to get me in, a little bit into the Christmas do you feel spirit. festive now? Uh, more yeah, so, no. <laughs> more so than before when I walked. Okay, when I walked into the door, when I walk out, I feel more festive. But yeah, thank you. New Year's resolutions before we go. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> Have you got a New Year's? Res- I do it every year. Go on, what is it? G- gym three times a week. Okay, all right. And mine is, it's going to be related to this. So, so Paul really didn't care what my New Year's <laughs> no. resolution was. He just said, what is it? But he wasn't even listening. He just wanted to say what so, his is. Well, that's me. Okay, that's fine. Right. I, I probably have got more inventive New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I just need a bit more prep. Go on, Paul, but no one cares. Let's just listen to you. Mine is to do with the podcast. And actually, what I'd like to do is know that we've got the quality down. <laughs> as in we we do. It's gone quality. down. No, not down. <laughs> as in we're we're down with the quality. Not down with the quality. As as in we're able to do the quality. Now we need to focus on the quantity. Okay. Okay. Right. So what I'd like to do for uh, New Year is I think I'd like to do more of these. We're gonna do more. We're gonna do more. So Paul, let's wrap it up. Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> Spit some bars. <laughs> Um, have a really not. I'm not going to see you. I know. Bef- between now and Christmas, because oh. I'm not buying anything off your grid. What? <laughs> thank you, Sarah, and thank you for this year. Thank you for. I'm really pleased we got this started. I know, me too. I'm really enjoying myself. I don't know about how many anyone else. But... It doesn't matter. It do- well, it does matter. Obviously, thank you for listening. We um, and we're wishing everyone a peaceful and restful winter season. Or Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you want. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Um, how does he like his pizzas? Sorry. Deep and crisp and even. Right. <laughs> you get it now? Yeah. Okay. Christmas time. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do social work. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I right. really need to work on my singing. Yes.